Oh yeah, I like the sound of that, and I know that you're gonna like the sound of it too. This is The Manny Wolf Show, where I pull no punches, I don't hold back in my conversations with some of the most interesting minds on the planet. So, put us in your ear, turn the volume up, and hang on for another episode. Hey, it looks like we're live again. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Quarantine All-Stars. As promised, I'm going to help you learn from the best while you're on house arrest. Today, Tim Adams is going to talk to us about getting your mindset right, especially during and to cope with tough times, right? Yeah. Right on, man. Tim, welcome aboard. Really uh, um, excited to learn what you've got going on. Um I'll just tell you this now. I'll just put you right on the spot. Yeah. You know, just, hey, (laughs) Um, I tend to really enjoy not learning about the guests ahead of time. (laughs) And seriously, I do. And it's been, it's, I don't know if I would say everybody should do that, but for me, it's been a hundred percent success rate with finding out that these people who raised their hand to be on the show actually have these wonderful things they're teaching. Yeah. So I say that to you to say that, uh, if you've got the goods, you're in good company. And, yeah. and if, if you don't, for some reason, you've got big shoes to fill <laughs> because <laughs> everybody who's come ahead of you has just been like stellar. Mm. So with that, why don't we do the obligatory bit where you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to uh, be focused on teaching mindset? Yeah. So, wow. Great question. And first off, thanks for having me here, Manny. Appreciate it. Appreciate uh, the opportunity to uh, share a little bit about me, a little about what, a little bit about what I do and hopefully be able to help you along the way. Um, my journey started back in high school. I uh, grew up in Colorado, born in Indiana, grew up in Colorado. And my senior year of high school, um, I had really bad shin splints during track and I just couldn't sprint. And I was on the mm-hmm. a state championship four by 100 meter relay team. And, and um, my coach was like, well, pick a field event. So I, I picked the discus and went, went uh, to the first meet and didn't even know what I was doing. The second meet, mm-hmm. well, at the end of that meet, I was like, I need to learn how to throw the discus. And I look over and I see our rival high school's coach teaching his player, his, his guys how to throw the discus. And I'm like, I need to learn from him because he's producing division one scholarship right, athletes right, yeah. over and over. So I did, I went and asked him, he goes, you know, I coach the rival high school. Team. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm your enemy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, so he goes, if your coach says it's okay, great. So I, my coach was coach Moran. He was our football coach. Looked like Popeye, big forearms, big neck. And when he'd get upset, he'd spit when he talked. And, and I went up to him sheepishly and I said, hey, uh, Coach Moran, I, I asked Coach Rowe either to teach me how to throw the discus. And he looked at me and he goes, that's a great idea. <laughs> so, so three weeks later, I ended up winning districts. And I had never thrown the discus before. And it really showed me the power of learning from the best. And I've okay. taken that lesson with me uh, throughout my career. And, and I got recruited to play football for the Air Force Academy, tore up my knee. <clears throat> and kind of got into student coaching. And, and uh, that's really how I got into coaching is um, but when I couldn't play football anymore, I, I asserted myself into the weight room, got really good at, at right. uh, the kind of the weight room side of things, and then had the opportunity to come back about four years later and, and coach for the Air Force Academy. And that's what started it all. And then I started traveling around the world learning from these different people. And, and I tell people like um, – 
I'm not in a box. I've never been in a box and you can't put me in a box because that's just not the way I think because I've learned from all these different people from, from strength and conditioning coaches, from speed coaches, from um, sports psychologists, from exercise physiologists, mm-hmm. you name it. I've, I've traveled the world to study under the individual who either created a technique or who did the research on it or who was producing Olympic gold medalists or world champions or world record holders. And I've taken all that information and kind of created my own little uh, system. And it's afforded me the opportunity to coach for three professional teams. I've coached for two NFL teams and an NHL team, um, coached at the college level, obviously. And I've worked with people that you listen to on the radio, people that you watch on the big screen, and have created this system that creates consistently reproducible results. And I tell people, like, I get to the mind, I get to the emotions, I even get to the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I do it through the body. And uh, it's just a, a different approach, if you would, to performance. Um, what I do is really nuanced. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of, I work in the spaces in between. And uh, that may sound a little vague, um, but that's really where the power is. The power is in um, kind of not only how you do what you do, um, okay. but, um, what are you doing in between what you do? So it's, it's, uh, it, it's just a, a, a unique approach. So everybody can tell you how to do X, Y, or Z. And sure. I'm sure if I told you what I do, you, you'd say, oh, I already do that. And I'd say maybe, <laughs> and, 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 maybe. and oftentimes, oftentimes when I get a new client, they're like, oh, I've never done it this way. Or, oh, I never thought of it that okay. way. And I, I just have a way because of the, the, the multiple areas of competence that I have, this depth and breadth of, of background allows me yeah. to just see the situation differently than most people. And because of that, I just solve problems a little differently than most people. Does that make sense? Well, we're going to find out. But I will tell you right away, I'm very intrigued. I want to share with you a little bit of a, a little bit of my background because I think it's really rele- relevant. Yeah. Um, so right before 28th birthday, had uh, had a, a, a profound, epic, uh, almost a beautiful crashing down and hitting bottom. Right. Right. Love the kinds that changed my whole life. Yeah, I, yeah. I do too. Actually, I don't, I'm not looking to go through any again necessarily, <laughs> but right? uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say that every single platitude you hear about the, about the power of those is true in my experience, right? Yeah. It's, it's not a coincidence that it's almost a cliche that hitting bottom frees us because it does. Exactly. It, it calibrates your thinking. It recalibrates your ideas of what's possible. So for me, um, you know, it was it was it was catastrophic. It was really really bad, and yeah. it was uh, a choice of disappear from everything I had ever known or be stuck with my back to the wall and actually mm. try to hunt down and kill somebody. It was really really intense. <laughs> so I opted not to try to hunt down and kill somebody. Good choice. Uh, and I, I, I deliberately put the word try in there because uh, after a few years of saying hunt down and kill somebody, I realized I could have died just as easily. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's just no way to guarantee that it would have gone the way we planned. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I abandoned the whole life and I abandoned it with enthusiasm. You know what I mean? With vigor. Like I was just like, I am out of here. So I jump into uh, Alcoholics Anonymous Mm. and I get my first sponsor. And the first thing he says is, I'll sponsor you, but you've got to go to the gym at least three times a week, period. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it was the best thing he could have possibly done for me. Yeah. So that launched me on um, making a fitness discipline part of my life that has now been with me for about uh, 22 years or so, right? Good for you. Yeah. And um, what happened, though, was not so much that, but but what it became for me. This is where I think it connects to what you were talking about. You're talking about everybody can teach you how to do the thing. Mm-hmm. But what about the spaces between the thing? Yeah. For me, I got – I'm a little self-conscious saying this because I, I recognize it could sound like bragging. But I got to the point – I was about 180 pounds and I was bench pressing about 360 pounds. Nice. So, so really, really like, you know, just taking it to, to this, this level that like, you know, most people would be like, how the fuck are you doing that? Mm-hmm. But the thing of it was, is it was never about the weight for me. It was about stripping my whole reality down to that moment where it's just, the push, right? It's just me against the bar. Yeah. There's nothing else. And I created this, uh, I got into martial arts. Well, I had, I've always been into martial arts off and on, but from martial arts, I created this breathing protocol that I would do between sets to right. hyper oxygenate my body. Yep. And <laughs> I think that, that the approach that it was like this, there's something so profound and so Zen about the, the sort of unflinching truth of the weight, right? right? Either you do it or you don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no anything else, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you can't spin it. You can't put a headline on it. <laughs> you yeah. You know? yeah. And then, and then the breathing protocol was really, um, um, I, I, I attribute it to being a big part of why I was able to move such heavy weights. Mm. And so those things, when you were saying what you were saying about the the piece in between the doing, I really want to pull apart what that looks like for you. Mm. And I'm hoping that it somehow validates this, you know, this, this crazy journey I went on. I I mean, I got to the point where I go, how much more weight do I want to lift Yeah, at 180 pounds? You know, like, like this seems like enough. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, wow, Manny, that's impressive. I love, I love that, and I-, I love that you discovered some things along the way, right? And that's part of the process is that iterate iterative process of of self awareness, of yeah. self discovery, of yeah. knowing thyself, right? And mm-hmm. and look, I I've had probably more dips and more dark nights of the soul than than you can shake a stick oh. at, <laughs> and um, you know I've lost. I've lost a lot of things over the course of my life. So I, I, I feel you on that and yeah. appreciate that in you. So thanks for sharing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think we're going to um, not only connect on that level, but be able to give people some really good stuff too. Yeah. Um, I know that my family were oddly unsupportive of my desire to go and move heavy weights. It was really weird, you know? <laughs> 
I always thought like, why would you guys even care? Like what, yeah. you know, but they yeah. saw it as they, they saw it on this completely superficial mm -hmm. level, even though they were all sort of like my brother was, uh, is, uh, an endurance cyclist and my mother mm -hmm. was an endurance, is an endurance runner, mm -hmm. you know? So, so yeah, so it was really strange. And so the whole time I'm doing it, I have this sort of like, uh, subtle energetic pushback from the whole family unit, you know, it's like mm -hmm. treating me as though I just wanted to become like a, a meathead weightlifter. And I'm yeah. like, there's, there's something so profound in doing this. Oh my gosh. That I can't even share with you guys. Cause you're not even hearing it. You know, there's something so it, it's like at, at its best, it was like touching the void. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that resistance, man, it really, it really solidifies your metal, right? It, it did. It, it did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it can either make you or it can break you. And, right. and, and that's where, you know, you have choice and, and yeah. good for you for making that choice. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, a little bit about your process then let's explore sure. what your, what your, uh, attention to the space between the doing looks like. Yeah. Uh, you okay if I share my screen? I, I like to draw things out. Of course. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you see the option there? I do. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's see if I, we can make this happen. <laughs> see if we can make this happen. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to let me. Oh, <laughs> of, of course. Uh, um, we'll see. Yeah. Not going to let me do it. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to do it the old fashioned way. Good thing. I, good thing. I got it. Oh, I love it. Look at that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we didn't go. Really, didn't really want to do it this way, but we'll, we'll, we'll do it. I'm, I'm a little tethered <laughs> by my head set here. All right. So look, um, this is such an opportune time to discuss mindset, right? Like we have, yeah. as a world, not as, you know, even the country, but as a world, we have been hit and, and kind of knocked off center, uh, if you would. Right. And so um, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this in a couple ways. I, yeah, if you're familiar with the Maslow's hierarchy of need, there's a lot of people out there talking about it. Todd Herman talks about it and he does a really but good job. Let, let's walk people through it though. I'm, okay. I'm familiar with it, but let's, that, that would be a mistake I'd often make is just assuming people know these things. Fair enough. So, yeah. so let, let, let's do that. Right. Yeah. So, um, we'll be quick about this, yeah. uh, but it will, it will basically give you a, a good structure if you would mm -hmm. for, um, let, letting you know, like what, what's going on. So, so this is, um, kind of the basis of it. And at the bottom of the hierarchy of needs is physiological, physiological needs, right? That, that's right. where we're talking about sleep and food and, and, yeah, and, it's, and those basic fundamental needs, water, fundamentals, right. breathing, yeah. air, uh -huh. right? Oxygen. Yeah. yeah. From there we go up and we bounce up to safety. Mm-hmm. And, and, and safety is relative, right? I mean, cause you can have physiological stresses and needs that yeah. necessitate safety. You're being choked, right? You're yeah. drowning, yeah. Exactly. which a lot of people are feeling right now. Right. Yeah. But safety is a massive one that we're feeling right now. And, and safety is, um, it's critical right now with, with the mindset of what's mm -hmm. going on. And I like to talk about this concept of living above and below 
the line, right? And so yep. everything above this now, uh, the next phase is love and belonging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then above above love and, I'm sorry, my, I should have spent a little more time uh, <laughs> doing that. Then you got esteem, my handwriting is horrible. And then above esteem, you've got the self-actualization. Self-actualization, right. For those of you guys that can't see, uh, oh. Maslow's hierarchy, Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it's represented in this pyramid from foundational to aspirational. Right. And, right. and, yeah. and, and for, for me, everything, this, this model that I've created mm -hmm. is based on this concept of, are you living either above the line or below the line? Right. right? And if you're below the line, well, let's just talk about if you're above the line, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a space of, um, aspiration it's a sp it's like performance it's really truly performance it lives right. above the line right yeah. this yeah. is performance and this has been my world for 30 years performance yeah. right within the world of performance though there are times and places where my clients have been below the line um they've been in the tank right mm -hmm. they're in a hitting slump they're in a scoring slump um right. they might have been injured uh coming off of an injury they're, you know, um, missed assignment. They've been called out, whatever. They got, you know, uh, called out in the news or whatever, right? So, so this is much more survival. Yeah. Okay. You guys can see that? I don't know. Is that still kind of not the best? It, it, yeah, we're doing the best we can with having to improvise, but yeah. Um, the point, the point for, that people should take away is that the bottom two rungs or levels are what uh, Tim is calling below the line. Yeah. So physiological and safety needs. Right. So, so like if, if we look at what's going on today, people yeah. have lost their jobs. Like mm -hmm. 10 million people plus have lost their jobs. They're in this safety realm, right? They're scared. They don't know if they're going to be able to pay their rent. They don't know if they're going to be able to afford to buy groceries. Uh, they don't even know if they're going to be able to support their children, right? Right. right. That is that is for ten million people in the United States, reality, right? Yeah. And and, and when you're in this space, and we're talking about getting your mind right. It's a different conversation yeah. than if we're talking to somebody who's trying to improve their performance, right? Right. So with that said, um, let's let's go ahead and jump into uh, the, the model. Okay. I, can, I think I can do it this way now. So, so for me, we'll go back to the triangle again. Um, this is about getting your mind right, okay? So... Yeah. When, when I look at um, getting your mind right, there, there's this current environment, if you would, right? Yeah. The current yeah. environment is one that is causing us to um, have fear, right? So there's, there's this fear that is paralyzing the population, right? Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to get sick. Nobody wants, like we're seeing people die from this virus. Uh, and if you've had a loved one die, I, I, my, my sincerest, sincerest condolences to you. Like I, I lost my dad a year ago, yesterday and or on, on, on Monday. And like death is, is tough. Right. And, and yeah. Manny, even, even being in the pit, 
is yeah. is dying to ourselves a little bit, mm -hmm. right? So fear is fear is kind of consuming us right now. And when I look at the mind, there's there's really three things that I want to focus on when I'm I'm working with my clients to get them to move beyond their current circumstance. And the first is attention. The, the second is their archetype. And then, and then the third is action. Okay. Okay. So when I look at attention, what I find right now is people are consuming information that is distracting them. So they're in this mode of consumption. And it's like, if you've ever seen the movie Up, it's like that concept of squirrel, right? Yeah. Where am I, where am I going? Squirrel, squirrel. Yeah. And next thing you know, yeah. you're chasing information yeah. that's not serving you. So yeah. consumption it, it can truly destroy you, right? Yeah. When, I, when I look at the archetype, what, what I, I'm seeing is when, when people fall below the line, yeah. Um, there is, and, and this doesn't happen with everybody and we can talk about that, but like when you're drowning, yeah. um, and you're looking for help and there is no help coming, you start to feel sorry for yourself. Right. And so yeah. you, you pick up this victim mentality and a, a victim mentality is, it can destroy you. Right. So are you saying that we can actually, um, if we're not careful, we can change our archetypes? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, That's it's, interesting. It's it, your, your, your archetype is your identity. It's what are you holding? Right. What are you putting your hat on? And, right. and, it, and it's really like, um, it can be influenced by your environment, right? Like, think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's really important yeah. because I think that those of us that are sort of familiar with archetypes assume that they're these fixed things, right? Yeah. And they they determine how we act in different situations. Exactly. Not there's not a lot of talk about the, a certain amount of external pressure can actually shift the archetype. Yeah, and, and and we not just an external pressure, but you can internally recreate your archetype if you so choose. And that that's something that I do, and and we'll talk about that as we move through this. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then this last piece. Hey, Manny here. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the importance of growing your own personal brand and your own audience. In this day and age, if you do business on social media or on the internet in general, you need to be focused on your personal brand. And your personal brand is a function of what people say, think, and feel about you behind your back. And that's where we can come in and help you tremendously. So I'd like to invite you to go over to my website mannywolf.com where you can either schedule a call with me or my team or you can learn about the ways that we can help you to grow your audience powerfully and quickly. In this day and age content is absolutely king and if you don't have a content strategy you can't expect big results and what we do is we help you with powerful powerful content strategies. In short we can put you everywhere all the time without you doing hardly any work. Sounds kind of cool, right? If you'd like to learn more, head over to mannywolf.com and either book a call or look into one of the ways that we have already prepared to help you rapidly grow your audience 
grow your trust, your authority, your personal brand, and of course, through all of those things, grow your business. All right, now back to the show. This is around what are you doing? And and again, when we're in consumption mode, when yeah. when we are in that distraction mode, what ends up ha happening is we end up ruminating. We get that monkey mind, right? Yeah, man. So we get stuck in rumination. Yeah. And whenever I have a client who, um, like I, I, I've got a, a private equity guy who is spinning out right now, like uh -huh. just yeah. out of control. Yeah. Right now. And he's stuck in rumination. And, and not only is he stuck in rumination, he's also changed his archetype into this victim mentality and has gone into true isolation. He won't return phone calls. He won't right. you know, get back right. to me. And, and that is very a dangerous place to be when you're in true isolation, right? Um, yeah. And it's a place where it will either make you or it will break you. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Good or bad, right? So like. Can yeah. I, can I pull apart two things? Yes, please. Okay. The first thing you said is that, that I think is fascinating is that in certain circumstances or, or under certain amounts of pressure, we start to chase, that's the word you used, mm -hmm. information that doesn't serve us. Mm. Does True. it, is it worth, be, in, in the model you're teaching and what you're talking about, is it worth pulling out and expanding why people do that? Well, thank you. That's, I'm about to get to that, right? Okay. So, okay. so no, yeah. you're good. That's great. So, so yeah. what happens is in, in this consumptive area where we are mm -hmm. consuming, we, this is the moment in which yeah. we lose control. This is nice. the moment where we step out of the car and we get out of the driver's seat and now we let our external environment lead us. So we become impulsive. Yeah. And the moment you allow that impulse control mechanism to trigger quickly, you're starting to habitualize the process. Why is it that you think that people are glued to this device? Yeah. Because they have a low impulse control. Their right. threshold is so low that they have to reach for it at every ding, at every vibration, at every yeah. buzzer, or yeah. they just have to, they, they, is anybody reaching out to me, right? Mm -hmm. when, when we lose our impulse control, we've lost, we've lost the battle of the mind. Absolutely. And, and the goal of what we're looking for, like what we really want to accomplish in this process is we want to go from consumption to we want to get centered. Right. And, right. and how do you do that? Well, you have to go from being impulsive to being consistent. Is, is this why, um, well, let me rephrase that. I'm seeing a lot of people whose opinions I really respect talking about the importance of routine right now, the importance of sort of not going to, to seed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, uh, I've seen several people say, continue to shave, continue to style your hair, continue to, you know, put on, put on dress. Don't like, yeah. don't just let it all go to hell yeah. because you're in, you know, some degree of isolation here. Um, get out and take the walks, have routines, all of this stuff. Is that, is that what we're addressing here? 
Yes, absolutely. That is a piece of this, right? And then you mm -hmm. brought into really this this next piece, uh, yeah. part of it as well. It's like, why are you still showering? Why are you still taking care and doing self-care on you? Right. Because right. that's part of your image. That's part of your archetype, right? Oh, and so if yeah, we yeah, move yeah. over here into this area here, when you have victim victimhood and you're in victimhood, you're yeah. in this aspect of what I call doubt, right? You're not you're not certain of what tomorrow is going to bring. And so that yeah, brings yeah. in more fear, right? Yeah. And so, go ahead. So so we've got a uh, destructive circle, exactly. as a destructive cycle working. Exactly. Dude. Right. And so, so when we're in doubt, yeah. all, what we want to do is we're trying to go from victim mm -hmm. to victor, right? Okay. We, we want to be the champion. and But in yeah. order to be that champion, we have to get our confidence back. Yeah, yeah. And part of getting our confidence back is showing up every yes. day, right? right. Like if right. you don't shave, if you mm -hmm. don't shower, and yeah. you just loaf around in your PJs all day long, who are you becoming? Mm -hmm. What archetype are you starting to identify with? I, I think this, this piece that our archetype can shift is just, so, okay, so it validates something I sensed, but never was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there, there's my, my idea of archetypes, which I base a lot of my sort of philosophy on, um, always had a little slippery spot in it Yeah. because I never thought that an archetype could shift during moments, you know? So that's, yeah. I, I, God, I hope people are watching this, Tim. Yeah, me too. Like, that's really important right there. It, it is. And, and it's not just important as information. It's important as application. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is practicality in, yeah. in like in works, right? Like yeah. if you just think about like, and, and it's happened in my life over and over again in terms of wanting to become, you know, a, a starter on my football team, wanting to do mm. anything, anything that I've wanted to put my, my mind to, it's I've butted up against an archetype that was not serving me. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was an archetype that I had taken on a lens that I had taken on an identity that I had yeah. taken on yeah. from either my parents, uh -huh. from, school, <laughs> yeah. from, yeah. from the news, from society, from not wanting to offend somebody. From like, somewhere outside of yourself. Exactly. It was yeah. external, right? Dude. So, so now let's just, I, I, I want to just kind of hit, hit yep. um, action real quick, uh, real quick. And, and when we're, we're, when we're talking about action, we're talking about rumination, you know, this is where there's that monkey mind and there's so much chaos. And I don't know if you can see, there's chaos in the mind. There's chaos going on outside of us as well. So not only do we have an environment that is externally chaotic, We've created an internal environment that is just as chaotic. Yeah. It's trauma filled, right? Yeah. And our goal to get out of rumination and, and truly get to where we're ruling our mind, we're getting back on top of our mind. We're getting our mind back. And yeah. in order to do that, we have to go from chaos and we have to create some clarity. Yep. I could talk about this with you all day, man. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so look, I get I get asked this all the time. How do you do this? 
right? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's great, Tim. Thanks yeah. for that. Now, now how do yeah. we do this? <laughs> and, 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 and I'm really big. Like if when I, I take my clients through, like before I do any work with a client, I go through this process. I go through yeah. this assessment baseline process. I need yeah. to know where are you in this yeah, process? For sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and I've got all, all other assessments as well, but I need to help. I need to help you locate you in yeah. this cycle, right? Because if I want to get from fear to certainty, I have got to know where I am. And the only way I can be certain, and when, when you're certain and you, you have a knowing mm -hmm. about where you are now, you can move into action with confidence, right? Yeah. Yes. So go ahead. Abs no, no, I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, dude, keep yeah. telling it. All right. Yeah. So this is how, this is how I do it. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and look, there are so many roads. To, the, the one thing I do know is that there's so many roads to Rome and yeah. Yeah. You find the road that works best for you. Right. right. This is the road that I've chosen. And it's, it, and, and look, I didn't haphazardly choose this road. Again, right. I've studied from some of the best minds in the world men that I would consider giants, right? And, and have field tested this with yeah. the best, like Olympic gold medalists, world champions, uh, NFL MVPs, Super Bowl MVPs. These are the guys that helped me, if you would, construct this ultimately over time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when I want to go from being in scattered, that scattered mind where I'm impulsive to getting centered, I have to start I'm actually going to change my color here. So hopefully you can see it better. I'm going to start by stopping. So the first step is to stop. Okay. I got to stop. Yeah. I just have to like, you can even think of a thought stop mechanism as a big red stop sign. Stop. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to curse, but I'm going to, I'm going to use some <laughs> phraseology that, because I do, I can, I can curse with the best of them. Let right? it rip, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. then I'm going to, and I'm going to let it rip. And, and uh, I, I had the good fortune to do some consulting with the combat control uh, operators of the United States Air Force, right? And these are the special forces of the Air Force, right? And they have the same that when things get, like when you're in the suck, when things get heavy, when things are spicy, when things get a little saucy, when things are like they are right now in our world in terms of the chaos that's going on around you, when you're in that moment, you need to suck it the fuck up. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and part of sucking the fuck up is you have to stop, take an assessment of what's going on around you and, and check, you know, are you bleeding? Are you bleeding out? Right. If you're bleeding out, the the next step is a different step right. than than if it's just your focus is off. Yeah. Right. So you got to stop. You got to take. You gotta. You gotta get clear on what's yeah. going on around you. Right. Yeah. Take a breath. This is where I breathe. This is where I take a step back. Right. Okay. The next thing, and super important, is what I call structure. Structure is how do you structure your external environment to allow yourself to stay centered, to be in alignment. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when you can clean your external environment up, mm-hmm. you can help clean your internal environment up. But it starts from the outside in from that perspective. You following me? Oh, absolutely. I think it's important for people to understand. There's this looming question I want to ask you, but um, but you're just you're you're plain old on fire right now. So I don't want to get in the way too much. But there's this thing that people need to know about the mind. See, the monkey drives the bus, but the bus also drives the monkey. Exactly. Right. right. You, you can, you can, you can, what's another way to put it? Tony Robbins would always say that um, you can change your state by changing your action and you can change your action by changing your state. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so it's never it's never a one way relationship where it's like, oh, no, my mind is out of control. Somehow it got there. I don't have any power over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, which is what you're talking about. Absolutely. And thank you for yeah. bringing that up and clarifying that, because that's a it's a nuanced piece. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Part of, you know, a sp- most psychologists come at change from the top down, from yeah. getting inside your head to Absolutely. make a change inside your head. Absolutely. Like I find, and, and this is just my experience, that if I can get you to change your environment, to mm-hmm. start to work your body yep. and and push yourself down in into a limit where you're you're on, excuse me, the edge yeah. of what you know is possible, you're gonna tap into a part of you that you've never known existed before. Yeah. And and I like to get to the brain from the ground up and inside out versus mm-hmm. top down. Yeah. I find it's much more enduring. It mm-hmm. lasts way longer. Okay. Once you have the structure set up, then you're looking to how do I serve others? If I can change my focus from consumption <laughs> to feed the monkey mm-hmm. to Stopping, collecting myself, creating and changing my structure. Now, how can I serve somebody else? Right. You cannot go back to consumption. It's, it, it, it's, it is going to get you centered quicker than anything else. Right. When you stop thinking about woe is me, poor me, and you start stepping up and leading, step right. up, step out, and start leading and sharing with people your message, yeah. it's an impossibility to stay in consumption. Because now you literally, literally, the act of me starting this interview series was my going through this process you're outlining. Mm. When things started to unfold, I got a little catatonic. I yeah. did, right? And I and I recognized the feeling from 2008, where yeah. the same thing happened. I went into denial about what was really going on. Yep. Now there's a certain amount of shame about that feeling in 2008 that I deliberately keep. Because I never want to forget what it felt like to not face it head on. Sure. And so here, when this started unfolding for a little while, I started to get into that, like, you know, slip into that reactive space. And I said, okay, what can I do when I recognized it? And it was exactly what you said. I said, I don't know what I can sell right now. I don't know what I can coach on just in this moment. I'm going to start showing up and serving. How can I do that? I can bring experts out and have them give what they have. And it has been, the results have been exactly, this is for everybody else out there, exactly what you're saying they would be. And and I commend you for stepping up as a leader because right now in this moment in time, it is, um, 
we're on a precipice of, of so many people need, so many people need certainty yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is the certainty with which leaders can lead. And, and that is, this is going, the certainty is what's going to differentiate the leaders that lead authentically versus the leaders that are trying to um, save their ass, yeah. right? And, and, and that's why I love what you're doing. And that's why when I saw what you're doing, I raised my hand and said, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Um, yeah, so totally. love it, right? So look, um, once, once you've gotten centered, it's now time to deal with your archetype. Like, who are you being, right? Yep. And I start, well, I didn't leave much room over here. So I, I start my archetype with what I call visualization. And it's not what you think it is. Okay. So um, when, when it comes, I'm sorry. I, I don't start with visualization. I actually start with verbalization, but that's okay. We'll talk about visualization. First. I'll just talk about it. verbalization, verbalize, mm -hmm. and then we're going to vitalize. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the the first one is actually verbalize, and then two is visualize, and three is vitalize. So what I mean by um, verbalize is this is. I don't know where you are. So let's just go back to this real quick. I don't know where you are in terms of this hierarchy of needs. If, if you're in physiological need, it's a different story than if your safety is, is uh, problematic, right? Right, right. So if, if you're bleeding, it's a different conversation than safety. Uh, and, and, and not that bleeding wouldn't be a safety issue, um, but bleeding is life and death, right? Like right. Well, potentially, right? If I'm, if I'm bleeding out, that's a different conversation than if I'm just not, I'm, I'm just slipping right now yep. or I'm, I'm not really performing at my very best. Right. Yeah. So just it depends on where you are. And, and because of that, this, this verbalizes, like when we have a conversation, it's like, can I remind you? Or can you remind yourself through speaking, oh, I've got this. Just like you said you did in yeah. this process. It's like I remembered you're, you're basically going to speak into a reset, right? So yeah. by, by having a conversation, I, we're able to pull out that, oh, there's a remembrance here of yeah. who I am. So yeah. I, I can identify with the, my successful self. Mm -hmm. Myself that can get shit done. Yeah. Right. And and that's what the verbalize is. The the visualize is a little different. The visualize has to do with I'm deeper down, right? Like if I'm if I'm in a deeper dive, like I'm in the pit. Yeah. And now I have to recreate myself. I have to actually see my future self of who I want to become. Right. And I now have to bring that to mm -hmm. myself today in order to start living out of that. So there's a different process with that. I can speak myself out of the, the victim mentality if, I, if mm -hmm. I'm not too deep in it. Like this, that, the verbalize would be like, I fell into a pool, but I can swim. I just swim to the right. edge. I can yeah. get out. The visualize is, I fell into the ocean, and now I got a one-mile swim to the shore. I'm right. fucked because I don't yeah. know how to swim. 
So I have to, I am going to have to get good at seeing myself swim or being able to do that or having someone come save me. I'm looking for the, the life preserver, the life jacket, the life raft, whatever, right? I need help. So I have to recreate my identity in this. If I, if I'm so far down on my hierarchy of needs, if I'm in such survival mode, if I'm on the bench because I'm on injured reserve, I need to create a new identity to get back on the field. Yeah. And then the last piece of it is vitalize. And that is taking this and living into it, being that future self, being the person that you know you can be to get out of this, solve the problems that you have. And that's how you're going to live back into confidence is by being that person who is centered, the person yep. who is a victor, the yep. person who can rule their mind. Because we've all done it. At some point in time in our life, we've all done it. We yeah. just forget. We let life get the best of us, which, you know, it's, it's easy. All right. So now we move down into action, right? So the last mm -hmm. three steps. If I want to get to where I can rule what I do, I start with, and I don't know, can you see this? I start with preparation. I have to... The, 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 the guys that I work with that have been preparing their ass off, mm -hmm. that have been doing the work, yeah. they're, they're not even phased right now. Like right. they're right. actually the ones who can pivot the quickest and be able to take advantage of what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they're, as, as many, so 10 million people are out of business and then, you know, a small number of people are crushing it right now financially. Yeah. Yeah, They're crushing, absolutely it, crushing right? it, yeah, and that's okay. Like, good for them, right? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. There is. Let's a, be very clear. <laughs> yeah, and I and I want to be really clear about that. And, and yeah. you know, and, and as a leader, if you think that asking for money right now is a bad thing, I you're wrong. Yeah. Like, if you can't figure out how to make money right now then you may not be in business in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Yep. And so this is where preparation comes in. And then once you've prepared, it's time to perform, right? Mm -hmm. And perform, oops, perform is all about, do, you know, not doing the work, being in the work. Like that's where you get to, to me, it's playtime. Yeah. It is where we, I, I really get the opportunity to put all of this in place to be my best self. Yeah. And then for after you perform, you got, you've got to protect yourself. And protect is all about recovery and regeneration. It's okay. about how do, yeah. I how do I take care of this body so mm -hmm. I can make sure that I don't let any external or internal influences yeah. take me down below yeah. the line. I want to play above the line. I want you to live above the line. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot, a lot of great stuff in here, Tim. Thanks, um, well, well done on just, just smashing it out of the park. The, the thing you're just saying at the end, I want, as you're talking about all of this, I'm reflecting on past clients 
who couldn't get out of the story, who couldn't shift the archetype, who couldn't, you know, they couldn't see, um, in a way it was very much like working with children. You know, it's, it's, it's this piece that I really want to make people understand. Sometimes I like to say it like, look, if Viktor Frankl could shift his mindset, you can shift your mindset, (laughs) you know? Right, exactly. Um, and, and I have seen people and I've known people and I've been hired by people who, who frankly couldn't or wouldn't shift that fundamental identity, that fundamental archetype. Uh, and I think that there's a, a very real segment, even of our population of people who, who don't know that you can control your mind. You can, it, it toggles back and forth. The bus can drive you or you can drive the bus. Amen to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I really hope that to whoever might be on this or seeing it later, Tim has done a great job of not just talking about mindset, but breaking it down into steps for you. And the only thing I would add to that is um, you do have the power to observe your thoughts, control your thoughts, and then change your thoughts. Yeah, that and, and to me uh, that that happens here and here. Right. I love yeah. I love that that place of observation, right? Like yeah. that is a, nece- a necessity. Like if you can't be in observation, mm-hmm. you're going to get ruled by the monkey. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, dude, this was fantastic, man! Thank you so much, Tim. If, yeah. if we if we were live right now, I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Adams. <laughs> Way to bring it, man. Way to bring it. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. I I really love what you're doing, Manny. And and I, you know, I I don't want to take that lightly. This is this is really valuable stuff. And yeah. what you're doing and bringing on people that can help other people. And yeah. like, look, I, I I think right now is such an important time in our country, even in our world, for leaders, true leaders, yeah. to step up. And start leading. Like I'm so disappointed right now. I'm like, yeah. that's part of the reason why I'm like, look, I, I haven't done a Facebook Live in over a year because I, I was trying to get my messaging right. And then I was like, you know what? It's 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 time to for for me to step up and step out and like start leading because like mm-hmm. I've got a message. I've got so much stuff that can help other people in so many different realms, yeah. and this just happens to be one of them. That mm-hmm. it's to me, it's so important that people get the right direction, right? Because it's, 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 there's there's a lot of misinformation out there right now. And there's um, a lot of misinformation. And as you said, in the beginning, people have, have sort of flipped the the, the script over and they're actually chasing damaging information now. Yeah. Like the last thing you want to be doing is just, you know, sucking at the teat of all this like fear mongering and this insanity I, from time to time, fortunately, I have a solid grasp on critical thinking yeah. and rhetoric, but from time to time, I'll look through my, uh, like the, the news app. Right. And yeah, I know yeah, what I'm getting, yeah, I know exactly. what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. Um, and I just look at headlines yeah. and I'm like, there's not a fucking objective headline on here. Not one. Not, one. Know, not one. Yeah. There's, there's supposition, there's inference, there's implication, there's conflation. Um, and then there's a lot of name calling. And I'm like, guys, now's not the time for name calling, man. Why not, right? Now, Manny, it, who is actually serving, right? right. Like, 
It's right. just, I, it's right. like, I, I'm, I'm trying to protect me. I'm trying, yeah. that's what it, I'm, I don't know it. I'm like, I'm oh. not, I'm not a media conspiracist, yeah. but I will say I've never had it be more clearly evident to me than right now that both sides of the media, by the way, yeah. the minute you call media biased, you have to look at the place you get your information. Yeah. Okay. It's not that their side is biased and yours isn't. Hate to break it to you. Yeah, we're all we're all biased. It's almost an impossibility. Not <laughs> yeah, and media is driven by by engagements and clicks. Yep. So yeah. so I look from the far left to the far right and the supposed middle, and I'm like, if I find any article that is just talking about what's going on, it's maybe one out of twenty. So so you have to understand that um, that you're you're being, it's like a crossfire of information. Right. It's it's and, and the thing that it's doing is it's creating a tower of Babel. Mm. I'm not a religious guy, but I love the analogy and the symbol of the Tower of Babel. It's like all these different people from, you know, speaking different languages team up to build this building. And by the time they get about three quarters of the way to the top, nobody can communicate anymore. You know? right. yeah. <laughs> so um, so getting back into what's true and, you know, is like. Stephen Covey said, principles don't change. You, you know that showing up, service, autonomy, um, uh, self-direction, these things are, are always going to be important, needed, relevant, and now more than ever. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, thank you so much, Tim. Yeah, it, however I can serve you, Manny, let me know. I uh, love what you're doing and right uh, would love to support you, however. So thank you. Well, how about this? If anybody watching this wants a little bit of a, uh, or maybe you put a cap on it, I don't know, but wants a little bit of a, a phone call with you or something yeah. like that, can they do that? Can they reach out and message you? Yeah, private message me. Well, I definitely would love to have a conversation with someone, anybody okay. that needs needs help. So if anybody, if this really struck a chord with any of you guys, feel free to reach out to Tim. Um, yeah, great, great stuff, man. Awesome. Thank you, Manny. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. <laughs>